Your business exists because you had the idea to start it. Everything begins in our minds. That's why your business results cannot outgrow your current level of thinking. Do you want to serve more clients, make more money, without working more or burning yourself out? Grow yourself first as a leader of your business, because that's who you are, a leader, even if you're the only person in your business right now. When you lead yourself first, the business results will always follow. My name is Maggie Perotkin. I'm an international business and leadership coach, an expert in business mindset, strategy, and high performance. I created the Diamond Effect podcast to help you elevate your thinking, expand your perspective, and through it, grow your business without overwhelm. So let's get started. Hello, hello, my dear listeners, Diamond Effect leaders. Welcome to podcast episode 96. Today, we'll talk about the hard things in business. Because growing a business is fun. It's fulfilling. It's simple, exciting. And at the same time, it can feel hard at times, even very hard, especially in the beginning stages when you're building the momentum, when you're taking it off the ground and working towards creating consistent client flow and income and so on. And even after that, although maybe not as often and not in this intensity, there's times when it feels hard because we have problems we didn't want, because that's just life in business, or because we just have problems that we did want, like growth sprout, and we have a lot of clients, but then our business is not fully ready, and we need to change things or adapt things and so on. It's really not that much different than having kids. The first four years or every child's life, it's very hard on the parent. It's as magical and as fulfilling, as wonderful as it can be hard. I know because I have kids. Would I go back ever to not having kids? No, this is the best thing in life. And follows that is my business. Would I ever go back to not having a business? Never. I would have done it over and over and I would have gone through whatever hard my journey puts in front of me. So with this episode, I want to talk about hard and encourage you to embrace it. And I want to normalize it because it is part of the journey. It's actually part of the magic and hard and overcoming the hard is truly what allows us to feel proud when we look back at what we created and the results we've accomplished. Hard is what makes us grow as leaders. It's truly the most critical part of the journey because it allows us to grow the most. And I want to give you a couple of examples of the fact that we really embrace the hard in other areas of our lives. And then sometimes in business, our brain wants us to think that that's not normal and it should be easy and simple. And if it's not, then there's something wrong, that we're doing it wrong and we're not. So the first example is I will give you my recent fitness journey. Pick 
because I'm laughing at myself of how hard it feels. I'm an active person and I'm quite fit in a sense where I'm healthy. I like to be active with my kids, being outside and so on, but I'm not fitness person in this typical meaning of fitness, meaning, you know, working out and having some weight and strength training. However, I'm realizing that as my kids grow older and I can't carry them anymore, so I don't have that natural way of getting strength, I need to keep my body in shape. I want to keep my body in shape because that influences my high performance as a CEO. So with a couple of girlfriends, I signed up recently for Extreme Bootcamp. It's an eight-week program where a bunch of women exercises with a personal trainer. We have kind of strength training, lightweights, nothing crazy, but it's been quite hard for me and painful given I really have never done it. And in terms of my condition and big workout, I haven't done it for years. Like I used to dance a lot, so I was pretty fit that way. And I could sustain the intense training or intense um, exercise through dance. But that's been years since I've done it. The very first class that I had, not only it was super hard, but the pain afterwards, the body pain afterwards, it took me a week to recover. So the lessons are weekly and I literally, they're on Tuesday. So after first lesson, it took me all the way till the end of Sunday and a bit of Monday to feel like my body recovered from the muscle pain and aftermath of the first lesson and why I was ready for the second. Now, what's happening is now we're after lesson five, I think, and it's getting easier every week. It's still hard during the class because I'm just a beginner, but my body recuperates much faster. I'm not as tired the next day. It's not whole body pain anymore, but just like little muscles here and there. And then, you know, within a couple of days, I'm back. I'm not as tired also during the class. Now, it doesn't mean that for the past five weeks, I didn't have fun. I made it fun. It didn't feel like fun. My brain was resisting. But then with my girlfriends, we kind of laughed at it and we made it as fun as possible for it. Now, why am I continuing it despite it being hard and despite it not necessarily my brain telling me it's not fun is that after each class, I feel amazing. It really benefits the way I feel mentally and physically for a week. I also have a goal of staying healthy and being fit. So that long-term goal propels me and allows me to embrace the heart. Example number two is if you've ever learned maybe a different language. In the beginning, when you're a beginner, learning individual words, and then learning how you put those words together in sentences is very hard. You need to remember to, you know, even the word what it is and how you put them in a structure so it makes sense. It takes time. It takes mental energy, right? To the point where sometimes maybe your brain hurts. But as you advance, so if you stick with it, it becomes easier and easier. Then you're advanced speaker of the language. And then when you're fluent, it just flows naturally. It feels easy. 
And it's not because that language is easy, but because you embrace the journey, you went through the hard, and you've done it over and over and over and practiced until you've mastered the skill of communicating in that language. The third quick example is when you look at dancers, professional dancers, ballerinas, or any other dancers, right? When they perform, they make the moves and the choreography that they do look so easy, effortless, and flawless. But the journey to get there from when they could not make any moves, when they weren't flexible, when they were just beginner dancers, have been hard at times. Did they have fun? Yes. Did they love it and felt passionate about it? Yes. Did they enjoy the journey? Yes, but it also felt hard at times and sometimes more often than they wished. So before we explore why it feels hard doing things, right, especially growing a business, because that's the context we're in here, and I'll give you some tips to help you persist and continue and make it more fun, therefore feel easier especially in the beginning of the stages, until you master certain skills when it just flows, I want to invite you to accept and embrace the hard being part of the journey, being normal, and not something that shouldn't be happening. Don't make yourself wrong for feeling like growing a business is hard. And also remember that there is really no reward otherwise. That if it was easy for anybody to grow a business, then everybody would have a business, everybody would be a millionaire or billionaire, but that's not the case. It's because it's hard and not everybody is ready to go through that journey and allow for it. All right. So why does it feel hard? Why? When we start a business, when we grow it, it feels hard. I will tell you three main reasons that are really connected to our primitive brain. The first one is that entrepreneurship, it's all about really doing new things all the time. When you grow a business, you have a first goal might be, you know, I just want to get a few clients first to do that, to prove that my business idea is viable. And then when I see that, then, oh, great, now I want to grow it. And maybe I'm running my business on the side and I want to quit my job. So I need a certain income. So then I do that and that's new. And then once I quit my job, now I need to start making more money to compensate for the loss of income. And I want to make more impact. I have a vision. I want to take it to X level. Every new level in your business growth, there will be new things that you need to do that you've never done before. And in order to accomplish those new things, you need to grow as the leader of your business. And what happens is growth is always outside of our comfort zone. I'm sure you've heard that because growth means learning new skills, learning new things, and that requires an exertion of mental energy, right? Of being a beginner and putting the puzzle together and practicing it and flumbling through it a little bit and so on. What our primitive brain wa wants is to conserve energy, not exert it at all. 
because it wants to survive. And we, it thinks that when we spend too much energy, we're not going to have enough for survival. So it resists. It resists through fear, through excuses, through thoughts that take you away from the growth, that make you procrastinate, that make you feel stuck. Now, if you want to learn more about business status of growth, I do have, what was the podcast episode number? I think 93, when I'm talking about five stages of business growth and you as leader within it. So listen to that one if you want to know more about that. Now, the second reason why it feels hard is because now that your brain is offering all those fears and thoughts that lead to you procrastinating or not wanting to do it, we need to learn how to overcome it, right? How to lean into the discomfortable emotions and still pursue the journey of our growth, learning the skills we got to learn despite those fears. Emotionally, our primitive brain wants comfort, right? It wants to feel safe. It, it doesn't want to feel uncomfortable. And in order to grow, in order to master new things, achieve new goals, we need to feel those uncomfortable emotions and still do what we want to do, right? We need to lean into it. That means we need to be willing to feel vulnerable, feel shame, feel courage. Courage, it's a great emotion, but it's uncomfortable, there is fear in the courage. There wouldn't be courage without fear. So it's kind of like a mixed emotion. We might have fear of being judged or failure, whatever that is. So leaning into those feels hard and that's normal. 99.9% .9 of people, entrepreneurs who've been successfully building the business felt that hard and still did it right? It wasn't easy for them. It wasn't easier for them than it is for you. Sometimes our brain likes to think, oh, it's easier for this person. Oh, they have like a talent that I don't have, or they have something I don't have. That's why it looks easy. No, they just mastered that skill. Really, when you think about it, entrepreneurship is the biggest self-development school that is out there. And that's why I think everybody should have a business. Even corporate people should have a business just for the growth it requires of you as a leader. Last thing, why it feels hard is that mastering any skills, achieving and through them, achieving new goals can take time. How much time it depends. Depends on each goal, each step, depends on the background, on the circumstances you find yourself in sometimes, depends on your previous skills and so on. It's hardly ever instant. Yes, there is unicorn companies that just start and right away they're successful, but for vast, vast majority of entrepreneurs, especially the momentum building and setting business off the ground takes time. Couple years, three years, four years. So it requires patience. And our primitive brain likes instant reward. Therefore, it goes after shiny object syndrome. Therefore, it led us to believe that there are magic solutions that are easy, simple, instant, and so on. It doesn't want to wait. It doesn't want to do what feels hard. 
So when you think about it, growing a successful business is literally going against our primitive parts of brain, the programming of it, and learning how not to let it drive our decisions and how to engage the executive part of the brain that made us start the business in the first place that is visionary, that can create plans, that is analytical, that is creative, where intuition lies. I talked about it in the last episode, I believe. It's training your different parts of the brain in for the executive part of the brain to drive your decisions and drive your actions in business and the primitive part of the brain take the back seat. Now, you can't resist it in a sense where you wish you didn't have it. We have it. That's part of being human. So befriending it, but letting it sit at the backseat of the car that drives your business journey, not at the drive wheel. Okay, so now what can you do to make it easier for yourself so the journey doesn't feel as hard as it might be right now? So we talked about that. The first thing is really accept the reality of the journey. Embrace the hard because most often when we accept something, it doesn't feel as hard anymore just from the acceptance. It's usually when we resist something that amplifies the hard, the unwanted emotions. When you accept it, you make it more familiar to the brain. So it's just part of the job. It's okay. We'll know that just the same way changing smelly diapers in your kids is part of the job. The same way waking up in the middle of the night and sometimes being tired the next day because the child had a nightmare or especially the baby you're feeding and so on. It's just part of the job. Fighting that makes it feel even harder. Also, knowing and remembering that this is the part that actually makes you stronger, right? Nobody builds the muscle, but not lifting weights that feel heavy and hard to lift, right? You can't build muscle from lifting a coffee cup. Doesn't happen, right? We gotta lift weights that are hard for us to lift in order for muscle to grow. The same way with your resilience and internal strength. This is how you build confidence. So don't avoid it. Don't avoid the growth and feeling hard. Now, give yourself grace. Allow yourself to be human. Don't shoot or shouldn't yourself saying, I shouldn't feel that. This is wrong. It should be easy. I'm the bad one. I don't. I can't figure it out. That doesn't help anybody. So be human. Allow yourself to be human. Give yourself grace, but also normalize that that's part of the journey and it's okay. And it's okay to feel bad about it sometimes. And it's okay to give yourself time to feel bad about it, but not let yourself wallow in it or quit altogether. The second thing that can make it easier is make lifelong learning and skills mastery fun for yourself. I always say for me, I love learning new things. I love the growth. And for that, I'm willing to embrace the hard part of the journey. So it allows me to make the hard part of the journey easier because I'm passionate about growing myself. 
So when you become passionate about that part of the journey, that I just love who am I becoming through it, you make the hard part easier. Make it part of your self-concept. Identify yourself. I'm the leader who loves to grow, who is curious, who wants to master the skills that I need in order to accomplish my goals. That's me. Okay, when that's part of your identity, it's easier to go through hard. It doesn't seem as hard. Number three, and that goes right after or along lifelong learning. Put intention into developing your emotional intelligence skills, which I call really self-leadership skills. This is emotional wellness, ability to manage your primitive brain and not let your primitive brain drive your decisions and actions, but directing and engaging in a way that serves you so you can engage the logical, creative brain. You can engage the executive brain and allow it to make your decisions because they align with your vision, your dreams, and so on. And it's such an important growth skills because those decisions will lead you to better actions and better outcomes, to faster growth in your business, because they will lead you on a path not seeking pleasure or comfort or easy things, easy way out. But it will tell you, no, your next step is, I don't know, in order to achieve, to grow, let's say your next step is learning leadership skills. You need to hire people. Therefore, you need to figure out how to delegate, how to lead. Or you're a new business owner. You've never talked. You've never known anything about marketing and sales psychology. You don't know how humans buy and how to figure out, right, how to present my value in order for people to buy, you got to learn it. That's your executive brain talking. And then the last part is good habits. When you have good habits, it makes things and operating in your business and running your business easier. I think James Clear, who wrote Atomic Habits, wrote this, and I'm paraphrasing, is that we don't raise up to our goals. We fall down to our systems and our habits, meaning we can have the all loftiest goals, but we can't sustain long-term just sheer willpower going through them. Willpower is very short-lived. We can um, direct ourselves to do something we've never done before that feels hard for a very short period of time. And if we don't make that thing a habit, we will drop off. That's why people go to the gym and then drop off after a month or so, because they don't make it a habit. When you don't have good habits that support you in running your business, then you're adding another thing that's hard to your new learning skill master and so on. When you have habits that support you in your day-to-day execution and running your business doesn't feel chaotic and things are predictable and you feel in control, then the portion of new that you learn and master seems more doable because it's not 100% of your day, it's just a little bit. Other things flow easy because they now became the habit, then it's so much easier to get yourself to do things that feel uncomfortable, that are new and so on. This is my message for you today. 
And I want to invite you to work with me because this is what I do with my clients. As a business coach, I not only help you with the strategy and helping you learn certain specific business skills that every CEO, every business owner needs, what business skills, it really depends on your stage of the business growth and and your experience and journey. Also, I teach my clients those two things that everybody needs from very beginning in order to sustain the journey and enjoy the journey of entrepreneurship. And that is emotional intelligence. So self-leadership skills, ability to direct your brain to your advantage to serve you and good habits that make certain things easier. So you have the capacity to embrace the heart. All right, I'll put the link to the consultation with me in the show notes. Let's talk. Let's see how I can help you grow. Other than that, see you next week. Bye-bye. Thank you for listening today. If this podcast resonated with you, please come back. Also, you can leave a review on whatever platform you're listening. And if you have a suggestion, question, or a topic you would like me to talk about, let's get in touch via email. Email me at maggie at starwaytoleadership.com. See you in the next episode.